Hey girl, hey, you are listening to the Cherry Lounge Podcast and I am your host, Tanisha Cherry. Today's episode is really an entertaining one. I have Jay here with me and we're talking all about why men hate on Lori Harvey, Sweetie and Quavo's breakup, and also sharing our thoughts around the term dating, online dating, and all that good stuff. So happy to have this conversation with Jay. It was honestly a really funny, entertaining conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys, I am beyond excited for today's episode because we have a very special male guest here with us today. (laughs) This is a first, but certainly not the last for the Cherry Lounge podcast. And he goes by the name Jay. And I want to start by saying welcome to the Cherry Lounge. Are you nervous? Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know about nervous. I'm excited, though. (laughs) Good. That's the right attitude to have. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. As you said, I go by Jay. As most people call me. I'm definitely uh, an entrepreneur who has some exciting things coming up. But uh, you know, you and I have known each other for for quite some time, so I'm excited to be able to come through and you know support the podcast and have a discussion. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram if you want to as well at j paid. You know, we'll see see what we can do here today. For transparency purposes, Jay is an ex of mine. He is a Scorpio, and we're still cool. As you guys know, I'm a Taurus. So the idea of having him on the podcast came from a throwback photo he sent me back in November, and it was a photo of Jada Pinkett Smith in the car with Wesley Snipes. (laughs) It looks like a paparazzi shot. It was followed by a message from Jay saying, And I quote, someone said Jada was the 90s Lori Harvey, which made me respond with, that's a compliment because we love Lori, but he didn't mean it that way. What did you mean when you meant Jada was the 90s Lori Harvey? Um, Well, at the time when I sent you that, I believe that was recently after the news about Jada and um, August Alcina, like that whole story had come out right? I don't Mm -hmm. think it was too far removed from that time. And so, I mean, you know, we were obviously all, I remember I was a fan of young Jada, you know, and she, she did, she did great things, but I didn't know how she was moving around, you know, at that time, because I don't think it was as apparent, you know, with the way internet is now. So when I said that I was more just joking around because the Jada thing had come out and obviously it was, you know, there was a lot of, there's a lot of funny stuff to go around about that in terms of people who had fun with it, even though, it was kind of interesting that in itself, you know, the Lori Harvey thing, I just, I was, I'm not as unclear, I guess, as to why women hold her so high on a pedestal, seeing her have her fun as well. And then finding out about Jada's past fun, I felt there was some correlations there. Okay. So that's my first disagreement with you. If we're referring to the dating history, I don't think it's a fair comparison I'm, I'm going to go ahead and break it down for you. So Jada's okay. um, history is so first, and I'm sure she had previous people prior to the people that I'm listing, but I'm just referring to notable people that we would know. So the first person that it looks like she dated was Dalvin DeGray. He's one of the Jodeci members. I don't know how long that was for. And then also um, Wesley Snipes is in there, but that is unconfirmed. She's never confirmed that. He's never confirmed that. It just is a rumor that they went on dates for a few times. I don't know if they were actually in a relationship. 
mm-hmm. then before Will, right before Will was NBA star Grant Hill. They dated for two years. And then after a year of um, them not being together, that's when he found his wife and he got married. And same thing, Jada got married and now she's in a happy <laughs> thriving long relationship (laughs) with will smith so that's jada's right which Mm -hmm. to me looking like at that i'm just like okay that's really nothing because like from the sample size that you took there there's i don't i don't think there's anything you know and i'm not here to judge someone's history like but yeah that sounds fine yeah so that i'm like that's pretty normal you know sure now we look at Lori harvey Lori harvey's 24 she was engaged to football player memphis depay they mm-hmm. split back in 2018. There's the rumors that she was dating Justin Combs. That's unconfirmed. We don't know that. We know they, they were spending some time together. I personally don't even count that as a relationship because it could definitely be one of those situations where we're all young in Hollywood and we have the same friend groups. We all go to the same parties. We all hang out in the same sections. Like it's just mm-hmm. regular degular, you know? Um, the next person was Trey Songs. And then after Trey Songs was P. Diddy, the father of Justin. Yes. Just, just wanted to double check, okay? You're so annoying. <laughs> no, just, just making sure we're on the same page. And then there was Future. Mm-hmm. And then there was Boo, Akon's brother. Oh, I didn't know about that one. I think a lot of people actually don't know about that one. And again, I don't think they were in a relationship. I think that was just someone that she hung out with a, a couple times, and that's it. Okay. And then, of course, we have Michael B. Jordan. Which right, is who she's which is been in a current? relationship now. Yeah, that's her current relationship now. And they are okay. still together. Right. So when I look at the dating history between the two of them, I'm like, okay, that's not a, a fair comparison. Because I don't even feel like Jada really, you know, dated, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well, like, I don't I don't know the time frame that you use for Jada before Will. Like if you, because you, what you just used is what Lori, who she's dated since 2018. So you yes. named, you named seven people. Right, one unconfirmed since 2018, we'll say, right? Because two of them are when... unconfirmed. Okay, two out of the seven are unconfirmed. Who are the two that are unconfirmed? The it's Diddy, two out of six, the Combs, no, two, two out of six. I would say Justin Combs, unconfirmed, and Boo Akon's brothers, unconfirmed. How's there? There's seven. I'm counting Memphis Depay, I'm counting her, her, her ex fiance. Oh, sorry, I don't have Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Okay, yeah. It's hard to compare. I don't want to compare these two women, first of all, because, you know, I don't like that. My understanding was that I just wanted clarity on why Lori Harvey is given this path of, you know, being put as someone that women should glorify or look up to. The average woman today who's following a girl like that on Instagram and stuff like that and her social media, I don't know if that's the example we want to set for women in terms of who you want to be saying, okay, this is who you should be like. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with how she's moving. She's a young woman who's enjoying her life and everything she does is public. So of course, it's easy for us to see it all. If all of our moves were completely public, I'm sure people would pick us apart as well. But I just don't think she should be glorified. I mean, you know, live your life. Also, if you're going to sit here and say that dating a son and a father, quote unquote, unconfirmed is, is like, oh, that's goals. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't agree with that. I think people look at Lori Harvey and they appreciate her authenticity. I think they appreciate the fact that she is very, she's young. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's out here getting her own bag. And as a celebrity child, who's always been in somewhat of a spotlight, she's Mm -hmm. doing pretty well. We don't hear about Lori Harvey 
out here in these streets doing anything reckless besides dating multiple people, which is what you mm-hmm. should be doing at that age. We don't see her on Instagram acting a fool. We right. don't hear of men talking negatively about her whatsoever. We've never had any of these men say anything crazy about her. And I think people appreciate the fact that she's living her life. She has her solid group of friends. She has a great you know, family support system that she loves. Um, and I think people just appreciate that refreshing point of view, as opposed to us seeing the rapper girlfriends who are over the top surgeries and nothing against surgeries, but just saying what is popular now, you know, the girls that are going on the reality TV shows that are fighting the celebrity kids, especially the girls that are dating these terrible, terrible, terrible rappers, these up and coming rappers that treat them like shit, who embarrass them on the internet, who have them looking crazy. Lori Harvey is in that same group of people, but she's moving very different. And I think people really appreciate that. I don't think it's necessarily that women glorify that. I think they just like the way she's moving in her element. Like you're still being true to who you are. You're not pretending to be something else. She's not pretending to be a goody two shoe. She's -hmm. not pretending to be better than anybody. She's not trying to pretend just like she's the baddest or you know, she's this big, tough girl. She's just Lori Harvey out here minding her business and doing what she wants to do. It's interesting because I was on Clubhouse the other day hosting one of my daily check-in rooms for my club, The Creator Lounge. And we talked about how the term dating has evolved over the years. Back in the day, the term dating referred to, you know, the talking stage, getting to know one another and going out on actual outings together. Whereas now it's being used interchangeably with being in an exclusive relationship with someone that you're having sex with. And I think that's where that confusion also comes from when we speak about people dating, because who's to say that she even slept with all these people and who's to say that she was in an exclusive relationship with all these people? I think that's the other thing also. I don't disagree. To be honest, I don't disagree with any of that. And if that is truly how women are looking at her, then that's to- then that's fine because again, uh, she's how old? Twenty four. Yeah, at, at twenty four, I couldn't agree with you more. As a public figure, by you know your own choosing or your family's history, regardless, you're going to have a lot of attention. And so, you're right. Like I have never heard anything negative about her. You know, I would just wanted clarity as to what what she was viewed at from a woman's eyes. Again, just pulling up someone's dating history does not tell you anything about them. To be honest, like. Not at that age. When you look at Lori Harvey, what's the difference between a Lori Harvey and, say, a Kim Kardashian? When I look at them, or, like, you talk obviously money, but, like... You know, I have to ask this question, especially because you're a Black man. Why is it that Black men always have so much to say or a thought or opinion on how Black women are moving versus how white or other ethnicities are uh, moving? You know, a lot... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, do do black men, uh, do we support Kim, though? Like, is that what you're trying to say? Like, it's okay what Kim does, but not what Lori does? I don't know if it's a matter of support, but they're on mute. They're on mute. But then when you, you got a Lori yeah. Harvey in the picture, it's like, oh, they have so much to say. I, and it's I, like, but I just think that Kim has been around for so long that we've already said what we had to say about her. her this is not her mm-hmm. come up. Like, she's up and gone. Like, so to see someone, you know, at, at 24, I don't know what Kim was doing at 24. I don't even know how old Kim is now. I just, you know what I mean? Like, we all just know how who she is and why she is, how she is, right? But uh, her come up story is not now in the, in, and I don't think when she was coming up, everything was online like it is for, for Lori. So. Do you think this is Lori's come up? I don't know. I mean, it, was, she, was her, was she popping before this? I'd never heard of her. I just knew that. 
Steve Harvey had some daughters and, you know, they were cute, maybe. I didn't know much about her. So even still now, I don't know what she's famous for outside of her, her obviously her family, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, that's my... I think my... she definitely started out as a celebrity child, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey being her stepdad. And she was modeling prior to this and just doing okay. her little thing out here before then. So she was doing runway shows in like Milan and... um Paris and stuff like that for Dolce and Gabbana so she was out here definitely working I almost feel like it started with like the Trey songs you know when people started seeing her around them and then her hanging out with Tiana Taylor's more people started paying more attention to her and then I just feel like as every year does it's like a recycle of who's the new cute hot young girls that are out we saw that Lori Harvey was in the mix and people didn't really weren't familiar with her and I feel like that's where she grabbed people's attention and then I think it just started going up from there with, you know, when people started linking her to other, to men. Well, you know what, though? What you're saying actually makes a lot of sense because you said that her career was in modeling and her first, our first true understanding of, I guess, someone she was with that was famous was a soccer player, right? A European football player. And you look at European football players, like a very large percentage of these guys have model girlfriends or wives because all these big brands, like you were saying, um, obviously are in Milan, Italy, places like that, right? So mm-hmm. that that totally makes sense. And that's actually, you know, where I think I may even have first truly heard of her was when she was engaged to, to Memphis. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, I didn't know outside of her name, what she was famous for, or what she's putting out there. And maybe at, at, she doesn't want to do any of that. She just, as you say, she's living her life. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, so I don't like to compare her to other women, but I feel like we need to stop asking what people are famous for, because at this point in the game, because public figures and the way people make money, especially I don't like that word. I don't like the word public figure. I don't think it holds the same weight. I say public figures because they're recognizable by the public. We have to stop asking what people are famous for, because at the end of the day, right now, people are making money off of their popularity and that's what they're monetizing Mm -hmm. and especially I love seeing this new age of black women and men monetizing and excelling at um, building their wealth because that's amazing that's not something we used to see in the past you know people would stick to their one talent and then when it was over that's it (laughs) that's it the money the money dries up question Mm -hmm. (laughs) how do you feel about girls like Lori Harvey dating other celebrities because this is a question that came to me in my dms i posed a question on instagram today telling people Mm -hmm. what we're going to talk about the conversation came up that these girls are gold diggers that they only they're just jumping from the next bag to the next and you know they're only going to rock with famous people and that's why they get the backlash that they do i was just like hmm that's interesting considering a lot of these women have popularity and money in their own right like at this point in the game I don't really feel like a lot of these girls who are in the entertainment industry for whatever reason are really you know fucking for a bag at this point to be honest Mm -hmm. maybe for a look yeah okay for attention but I don't think for a bag because it's like it's just so easy for them to get a bag you put one post on Instagram for skinny tea and it's just like "Mm, there's five bands well, you could speak to this probably better than I can, but in my opinion, like there's a lot of relationships that I don't believe are organic, right? Like you have to realize at the end of the day, relationships and drama also sell way better than 
you know, most people just being single and, and running around because when you have two people who have a good following and are, you know, popular at the time, um, it only creates more to talk about when they link up, right? And that's I true. think that's how a lot of these things happen. So I, I, I can't ever sit here and say what's, what's real and what's not because, you know, I know You're referring that... referring to PR relationships? Well, I mean, there's another relationship that I know you want to touch on that has recently ended. And you know what I mean? Like, at, before that was a very popular relationship. And mm-hmm. from the fallout, as early as it is, seems to be extremely one-sided even though this is not the first time we've seen this in, uh, this happen, right? Like, I think there's certain individuals you can look at based on their behavior and the way that they, what they even say in their music, and you can tell what kind of people they are. Mm-hmm. So when you put them with someone who is what you think is very pure and beautiful and young and probably, you know, um, wants the best, at times you can't be shocked when things fall out the way they do, right? It's unfortunate, but... Mm-hmm sometimes the writing is on the wall and you know you want to you know so so what is dating to you what does that mean to me as a regular person or to someone who has who has a following and is you know on a platform to you as a regular person what is dating to me Mm -hmm. man I don't think it's really that complicated for me personally if I'm interested in somebody I'm gonna make an effort to speak with them spend time with them uh and try to understand both what they've been through and what they want and then you know from there try to build something like that would be dating to me where i am now but also Ooh, i'm not the, you out here dating no i'm saying yeah. i'm not first off i'm not i'm not the one to speak to multiple people where at this point in my life because like that's why i could never do like a dating app right because it's like you got to have the same conversation like 17 times that was going to be my next question how you feel about <laughs> dating multiple people at the same time because that's something I feel like is frowned upon now that wasn't frowned upon back in the day I think it's different for and I hate to compare these two but I think it's different for men and women because dating multiple people means two different things to men and women right like mm-hmm. as, a, as a woman I think when you are you know when you have options as you as most people do right like you don't only need to speak to one person, but you also don't want to spread yourself too thin. Men look at it more as a numbers game. There's tons of women out there. It's so easy for me now to just swipe left, swipe right, mm-hmm. say the copy and paste, probably the same thing, I would assume, because some of these guys are using big numbers. I don't know if it's frowned upon now, because you can't be naive to think only one person you talk to on you know, a dating app is only talking to you. Like You have to assume that the whole point of that is to make it easy to, to find multiple options and hope one sticks. Hey loungers, enjoying this episode? Make sure to take a screenshot and post to your IG stories tagging me at Tanisha.cherry and at the Cherry Lounge Podcast to let me know what dating means to you and your thoughts about dating multiple people at the same time. In this next section, we're diving more into whether people should share their list with their partner. Back to the episode. You know the the young blue song with Drake? Your mind still? Is that the yes. one? Yeah. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with um Drake's verse on that. But he says really? in there Interesting. I, I mean I, I probably have to run that back. I haven't heard that in a while. So for you to say you're obsessed with the Drake verse in there is very interesting. Why? I mean, I don't know. Do you have many Drake verses you're obsessed with? It's like this is a first. No, this mm. is not a first for me. Okay. 
you're ridiculous. Oh my gosh. There's a part in the song where I'm just kind of like, yo, that's deep. Oh, 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 oh. You know what, actually? It's coming back to me. <laughs> okay, so let me are, tell you what the part is. Yeah, I think I know. I could probably guess. So he says, I'm ashamed to tell my friends how much I do for you because they know that you would never do the same for me. I wasn't looking for your secrets. They just came to me and they contradicted everything you claim to be. I took you to the club and you hugged on somebody that I know. And I know them type of hugs. Same shit I do to women <laughs> when I know I used to fuck. And I know they were there. <laughs> and I know they're with their nigga, but, I, but they never brought it up. Yo, Yo, how did I know that was the one? Yo, that's a that line. Yo, that's crazy. That's the one thing I will always commend him on is that everything he says is very relatable. You know, for a lot of us men, men and women. Thinking of that lyric, do you think people should tell their partners who they've hooked up with before? <sighs> if they, I feel if like they me and you've had this conversation personally. If, uh, we probably have to be honest but I feel like if, if they want to know and even still I don't think it's always a good idea to tell them if they want to know because again it takes a certain type of person to be able to have that conversation like let's be honest about it right like do you really want to know someone's history or are you asking specifically did you sleep with this person because those are two different questions for me personally I will say today at 30 years old if I meet a guy and he says that he has been in a relationship or had sex with, and I'm probably thinking of maybe two or three <laughs> names, it's a wrap. But it's a wrap. outside of those two or three names, you're, you don't care. No, I don't Regardless care. of how many names are on the list, you don't care as long as a couple of those are not on it, right? Yeah, as long as those few aren't, those two or three aren't, and no, it's actually really three. As long as those three names aren't on the list, like we're Gucci to move forward and get to know each other. But right. if they are, then it's just a wrap. I don't want the problems. I don't want the issues. I don't, I'm not here for it. But I also mm -hmm. will put the disclaimer that I'm also that girl that I don't go and date my friend's exes. I don't go and date my ex-friend's exes or someone that they dealt with. I don't deal with people that have dealt with my family members. Those are already out of the question. But if you're just a person that comes out of the blue and we go through them names and any of those three people are on that list, I am not moving forward to um, collect $200. Okay. We're not doing that. <laughs> but I feel like that's um, valid. That's valid. So yeah. that's, that's like my deal breaker on that. But there could be people on the list that I am familiar and that I know. And that is really what I'm asking for. I want to make sure those names aren't on the list. And I want to make sure for anybody else on the list that I may know, even though those people are not deal breakers for me, I would like a heads up because females are funny. You know, females are weird and females will do weird shit. That's why I think it's so important for me to know who someone has been in a relationship or a situation or had sex with because I don't want no surprises. And girls are very weird. Me and you are dating. I'm asked that question. Like, who have you been with? Because I want to know the dating history. But what I'm really looking for is to see who I'm familiar with on that list. I don't care about the number. I'm not judging you on that. It's just that sometimes when you talk to people, they will give you people that they think you know. And there's more people on that list that they just don't know that you know them. So that's why it's like, I need the whole history, you know, if it's relevant. If I was a celebrity, I would want to know what other public figures you've talked to. I don't need to know every Tom and Dick. But Harry, as a celebrity, it's easy because 
people already log that for you, but as, a, as regular people like you and I, and, and here's the thing with what you're, you're requesting. I don't think it's out of pocket at all, but I mean, like you said, the people that the person lists and the people that you may be looking for, those may not be the same names, but they don't know who you're looking for. Are you going to tell them like, yo, I need to know if you slept with this, this or this person? Or are they just supposed to list the last five, for example, and hope that, you know, list them them all, all, but we're grown adults here. You want to know who I I dealt with in high school? Not if you didn't go here. Okay. (laughs) But if I did, like, let's, let's imagine we came up in the same city, right? You want to know, you want to go like, what's the deal breaker for you? Like as a 30 year old, you're going to hold it against someone I dealt with as, as a 15 year old. If it's one of the three people. Yeah, okay. I mean, then, then that's fair, you know, but I'm just saying like it, there has to be some type of, um, you know, there has to be some type of understanding. But again, let me put it point, like this. There's this guy that was chasing after me for the longest motherfucking time and probably like a couple of years. And the thought was running across my mind that, you know, what if we like tried things out? Like he's really cool. He's a sweet person. You know, he's always been super respectful to me. I started to explore the idea in my head. So we're hanging out a bit more. We're going on dates. It came up from a female that I was very, very close with in conversation because I was talking to her about it. I was like, you know, I've been hanging out with so-and-so. Like, he's really dope and blah, 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 and da-da-da. And she just kind of put it out there like, oh, that'd be so cute. She's like, you know, me and him used to mess around. And I was like, what? Mm. And she's like, yeah, I thought I told you this. And I was like girl no you didn't so that was a wrap of me and him so you, talking so, and you guys were only in the talking stage that was it yeah we were only in the talking stage and that was a wrap okay. and I had to tell him and I was so annoyed because I was like you I've been friends with you for like two years and you never thought to mention that and he's like well like it wasn't a big deal it was when I first like moved out here and I'm just like sorry like this can't no I'm sorry. But I mean, okay. And and to your point, like, I get it. It's very black and white in that regard for you. Like, if you have dealt with these people or spoke to these people, like, me and you cannot, you know, move forward. Like, that's fair. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I just feel like, you know, if you want to sit there and look at someone's entire dating history for the past X amount of years to scan through a couple names, like, it shouldn't take that long. It could get, it could get, well, what do you mean? People date. You know, especially now, right? Like True. dating is nothing. Like it's like it's swiping and and you know linking up. Like whereas, you know, if you're saying okay, dating is like, you know, because someone goes for dinner with someone on that list, for example, are you still not going to deal with them? No. Even though nothing That's, happened. No, I wouldn't cross them out for that. Okay. Okay. No, it's That's really fair. about being. It's really about having sex. Actually, is really what the biggest thing is. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you're in an exclusive relationship, I shouldn't say obvious because some people are in exclusive relationships where they're not having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, did you have sex with this person? Were you in yeah. an exclusive relationship? That, and that's that really to me what makes sense. For. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's no, totally not going on taking out for dinners and kind of thing. No, nah, I don't really care about that. Like as a dinner, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I don't think this is a conversation that we had before we dated. Um, I don't think I, you ever asked that question. Have you ever asked any girl that question before dating them? Is that even a question you would ask now? I don't think I would ask that question because I would probably have some knowledge of the person before I started dealing with them, like oh. in this day and age, right? Just because of who I am and, and how I move, I would probably want to know something. I don't really bump into random women on the street and be like, hey, can we start you know, building? 
Um, so that doesn't true. happen for me, you know, but what I will say is that I would want to know, obviously, to some degree, right, like about the person and, and, and their history, but I'm, I'm like you in that regard, like as long as it's not one of the homies or one of the people who you're not too, too fond of, but I would never run through someone's whole history, to be honest, like I would know about them, right? If, and here's the thing, if I, if I just met them randomly by chance, and they just so happen to have slept with someone who I'm not cool with many, many years ago, mm-hmm. I don't think I would hold it against them because I didn't know you, you didn't know me. And, you know, whatever my situation is with that person, I can't sit here and hold hold you accountable for that. It's like holding children accountable for the actions of their parents. I can never always condone that because you know, it's not your fault what your parents had done before you. And so when I'm dating, when I'm dealing with someone, if they have, you know, as long as their history is not too crazy, like, don't get me wrong, you can't then completely ran through, for example, with like a whole bunch of people I know. But <laughs> if you dealt with somebody before you knew me, you and I are speaking now. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not against, I'm not totally against that. It's situational, obviously, but it's not a deal breaker for me. As long as it's not recent and, uh, you know, premeditated. I think it has to be a bit harsher for me because, one, I'm a woman and I'm going by past experiences. And it's like, I just, you know, I'm trying not to (sighs) repeat situations that have definitely happened before because ain't nobody got time for that. We out here trying to make money, babies, and get married. We'll get married then, babies. (laughs) In that that order? Yes, Jay. Money, Money, babies, married? No, money, think? married, babies. Okay. Or just, just double checking. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this past week, Sweetie came out with a tweet confirming she is single. Sweetie recently appeared on Respectfully Justin, which is, I almost feel like it's a younger version of Drink Champs, to be honest. <laughs> that's with um, who, who, Justin. Um... It's not Justin Combs. Justin Combs is there, but it's this other Justin guy. I don't know. I guess he must be popular in like the Hollywood, young Hollywood scene kind of thing out okay. there. Doing yeah. his stuff, talking about, you know, toxic male masculinity, all that jazz. Like a younger little Duval is kind of what I get from him. She showed up on his podcast um, or his show that's on Revolt. And, you know, it's a 20 or 30 minute episode. Their first guest was Chris Brown. And then Sweetie was their second one. And they posed a few different questions to her, Um, you know, questions on what's the deal breaker for her to break up? Can you only date guys with money? Questions like that. One of the questions they asked is, you know, if your relationship was perfect and your man is doing everything you're supposed to be doing, would you give him a threesome? And, you know. Her, those are the kind of questions they were asking. And I feel like she was just playing with them and she was being very quick on her feet. And her response was like, mm, if he's doing everything that he's supposed to. And this I was prior to the breakup? Yes. Well, this is, no, this is a, this is a timeline I'm going to give you though. Okay. Okay. So her response to that was, I will give him the gift of picking the nigga that we are going to have a threesome with. And yeah. that was kind of like the end of the episode. So then that started going viral online. And, you know, people on the internet realized that Sweetie was no longer following Quavo. So then people started speculating that they're not together. And then Quavo stopped following Sweetie. And people started speculating that it was because of this in, um, that this whole show that she was on, Respectfully Justin. And one of the things was people were pointing out how cringy it was to kind of watch Justin Combs and Sweetie interact because they used to date. So people are thinking now... <laughs> So now people are thinking, 
okay, did Quavo and her break up? Are they fighting right now because she went on that show? Are they fighting because um, Justin was kind of like, you know. Where's this show flirting filmed? With... It's, um, it's filmed in LA. So it was filmed in person. But is, who, where is it at? Is it at someone's home or is it? It looks like, I don't know if it's at any of their perspective homes, but it is at a home. It's set up by like a pool. It has a whole scenery. So it may just be a house that they rented or I'm, rent. I'm pretty or sure utilize. it's, Justin, it it's could, Justin's home. Like, I think I've yeah. heard about this. Okay. It could be Justin's home. It could be P. Diddy's home. It could okay, be anybody's okay. home, yeah, you know? Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is where they're recording it. And yeah, so people were saying like it was weird. The chemistry between Sweetie and Justin was very awkward to watch because he's looking his lips. The way the camera angles are, he's looking his lips. He's yeah, looking at her. He's fan, you know. of course. Like, come on, he's gonna. <laughs> he's doing the most, and she's just not featuring it whatsoever. I can definitely say mm. that because I watched it last night. Like, she's giving him no play at all. Okay. And you know, even at one point, she's talking about being a cancer woman. And the other Justin, respectfully Justin, is like to Justin Combs, he's like, oh, you ever been with a cancer woman? He's like, yeah, I love cancer women. You know, they know how to treat me. And Mm -hmm. he kind of looks at Sweetie. And then respectfully, Justin asks him, oh, when's the last time you were treated good by cancer? And then Sweetie interjects and is like, I think it's time for a shot. And they all took a shot. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So this is all the hoopla that's happening, right? Mm-hmm. So we see that they've unfollowed each other. People are speculating that there's a rift. People are speculating it's because of this show that she recorded. And um, everyone's talking about her showing up on a show that has her ex on it. Because of all that conversation that prompted Sweetie to go on her Twitter and post, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presents don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. And then she posted another tweet. I emotionally checked out a long time ago and have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom. Excited for this new chapter of elevation. Prayer hands. Is it, are those all of them? Those are her those tweets. Are her tweets? Do you believe, so how do you feel about that, reading it? I feel fine that? about it. Um, whether she has that she emotionally checked out a hundred percent a long time ago. Yes, but we don't. A long time ago could be different for everybody. Emotionally right. checked out could be a couple of months ago. It could have been three months ago. It could have been a whole month. That's, so and the last part is what elevation? She's out, like now she's ready it, to elevate herself. Excited for this new chapter of elevation. I feel and, fine with the tea. I feel like it was you know it's it's ending on a positive note. And it's just being real. A lot of women, when they leave a relationship, especially when they're the ones leaving a relationship, they emotionally check out. I've, I've been in that situation as well. But uh, the only reason why I asked you to reread that is because um, when I look at that relationship from the outside myself, right, mm-hmm. I felt like one person had a pretty large status and was rising at, in that, at that point in their career. And the other person was was not as popping as they were and you know but together it made sense right mm-hmm. as, as as a business and as an image I, I can't condone what, what what whatever he did or whatever but their relationship helped her career more than it helped his really I think so because who was talking about sweetie before she was really dealing with him nobody okay well but then when she was she was getting a ton of press like a ton of attention right and as as rightfully she should like I, I remember I listened to what respectfully Justin and I were saying about the podcast and he was saying how it was hard for him to even like concentrate because she's just that beautiful. Like she's a very beautiful presence about her. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it's no surprise, but I feel like prior to that, she was not really popping. Okay. Well, he definitely came in at the start of her career. Like, people forget, Sweetie has not really been in the industry that long. Long, right, um, right. I feel like it's only been, because her and Quavo were together for three years, so that means she was in the industry for probably four years. Really, oh, three when... years? I didn't even know it was that long, to be honest. Yeah, her and Quavo were together for I thought it was a years. year. Like, I thought oh, it was a no. 2020 glow-up. Oh, no, 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 no. I think they're just, they've kind of gone under the radar because they're very much unproblematic. Her and Quavo were together about three years. My type probably came out maybe a year, a year and a half before that. Mm. So her first, like, you know, mm-hmm. hot song kind of thing that right. hit the charts. I'm all for supporting women re- leaving relationships, toxic relationships, and not staying somewhere that they're not happy anymore. And I love that she tweeted this, to be honest, because in this day and age, we've normalized women staying in shitty relationships just because the guy has money or maybe because they're celebrities. I love that she is a young 27-year-old woman and she's like, look, I don't need you. Do you like how they broke up? I appreciate how she's dealing with things. Like you appreciate her her transparency, you mean, right? Yes, I can appreciate her transparency and her realness. And her self-evaluation because she could have not responded to anything. But I appreciate the fact that she is not going to allow people to paint a narrative of her, a negative one. She's going to come out and say, look, and mind you, this is the beginning of this, of us finding out the end of this relationship because we actually don't know when they broke up. That, they that's what I was going to ask you. When did this even happen? Because yeah. like it, sound, it looked, the optics to me looked like they were breaking up for all of us to see. This is my opinion. I personally feel like sweetie and quavo probably broke up sometime after valentine's day because that was the last time we saw them together was valentine's day or maybe they may have been broken up a little bit before that and maybe you know that whole valentine's day was an effort to get back together i don't even think for optics i think i think it was maybe an effort to get back together okay you know it just didn't happen and mm-hmm. I think during this time of them not to being together, she recorded that podcast episode. Seeing that exchange on Twitter was like, it felt a little bit showish, I won't lie. But I do understand your point of, of her laying it out there so there's no confusion, confusion as to what happened, which is important. To, people yeah. watched that, that podcast, that show, and they felt a type of way. And that's when people noticed that she stopped following Quavo. But we actually right. don't know and when she stopped. She could have stopped a while ago and nobody noticed because we had no reason to go check that until that's they That's always so she crazy to me, too. Yeah, like, it just takes someone to look for, like, for, like, and whenever that look, whenever that person does find it, it's claimed as, oh, then, you know what I mean? And you go from that point. But you're right. They, this could have been obviously brewing for a while based on what she said. And I just don't agree with, with public breakups like that, knowing more of the story or whatever, and it happened prior. I get it. You know, it's just like, it just seemed like it was a conversation that could have been had privately, but hey. So then let's go on to Quavo's tweets. Because it sounds like he wasn't feeling it. Like, <laughs> no, he let definitely me, Let me hear what he says. Let me hear what he says. So after she made her two tweets, Quavo then went on Twitter, which I was kind of really surprised by. So he posted, I know you want to make this into a show, so I'll play my part just this one time. I don't Mm. normally put my business out there, especially my personal life. I feel the need to address this so there's no false narrative. So this is the next tweet. I had love for you and disappointed you did all that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. Prayer hands. And then Sweetie Mm. followed that up by quoting that final tweet with a message saying, take care. Oh, no. (laughs) Her, her message said what? Take care? Take 
take care. That's why. That's why they had it. Had her with the Drake meme with the Drake yes. album cover. Oh man, <laughs> that's so much better now. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh man, she hit him with the take care. That's rough. And the, so the thing is, is she cheated, right? That's what everyone said. That that was that's what happened. That he was because then she said something about the love is being shared or something like that. Yes, she said that presents don't band aid scars, and the love mm-hmm. isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. So I mean, so, oh, and I that's, that's the mean and offset. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> how you how you, how you cheat on Tweety? That's crazy. How do these niggas cheat on anybody because they feel like it? And that's, you know what? We have to come back and record another episode about that cheating. Mm. Um, We have to record that one? Yes, we, you and I. Look, you're a good Uh, person to talk to. Who knew this would be so fun? I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's where she hit him with the take care, which is obviously going to be like the slogan Mm. for, you know, the Icy Girl Mm. Summer this year. Mm. Take care, beloved. I can see going crazy with it already. Yep. Yep. Take care, beloved. You feel bad for your guy because she hit him with the take care. I mean, listen, (laughs) first off, I don't feel bad for him. You know, I I more give her props because I feel like that's a great move. I mean, that's something that... That That was a great move. Something I would do, maybe. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I hope this is the last time either one of them address this. I know that Quavo mm-hmm. posted a photo on Instagram today of him in the studio. <laughs> Stay there. Stay there, my guy. Yeah. Just be careful what you're talking about, sir. But I hope this is the last time here either one of them address this. My girl, sweetie, is cold, honey. But that's why they call her the icy girl, okay? The way she hit Quavo with that take care, iconic. Make sure to take a screenshot and post your IG stories tagging me at Tanisha.cherry and at the Cherry Lounge Podcast to let me know about your thoughts on their breakup. Also, let me know the type of man Sweetie should date next. I see her dating someone a lot older than her, someone young at heart but with experience of been there, done that, no time for the games, and ready to have a queen by his side to treat her amazing. Back to the episode. All right, so before we end this podcast episode, I did want to play a game um, with you. (laughs) Can't wait. Let's get it. So we're going to be playing the Let's Fucking Date cards game. It's a card game created by Serena Kerrigan, who is the host of Let's Fucking Date, which is an Instagram dating show that went viral during the pandemic. Shout out to her. She just finished season three, and she picked a um, winner. Shout out to my girl Kaylee Reed. She helps do social media for Let's Fucking Date, and they've been doing a hell of a job, especially on Clubhouse. I actually did one of her Clubhouse rooms where, like, I did a Let's Fucking Date card game with mm-hmm. strangers in the audience. There was, like, 200 people. There was random guys that were coming on stage to, like, get to know me okay, <laughs> and to okay. connect with. And the goal is to, like, you know, you connect with someone and then you take it offline. Mine didn't really go offline. Like, it kind of did. It's funny because he's in Toronto. And, like, we messaged a couple times and that was the end of it. I'm just mm. not for the online dating, I feel like. So how it works is we're going to um, pick a card from the stack, this beautiful stack of cards here. Now, the cards are set up into three groups. And based on what stage you're at is how risque the questions get. So we have the first um, group is first base and then second base and home fucking run. Okay. Oh, and third base and home fucking run. Okay. I'll let you, which group do you want to pick one from? First base? Okay. We can do first base just to test it out. Yeah, let's just get, you know, let me see what we're doing with here. Okay. Here's one. So first base, describe your perfect day. This is just me like by myself chilling? 
Mm-hmm. It could my... be. What does your perfect day entail? You by yourself or with another person? <laughs> no, no, it's boring by myself. My perfect day would be with with someone else, like really doing something fun. Like I, I'm a morning person, so most people can't handle me because I'm up extremely early in the morning. But um, extremely early, you guys. That's when I'm most active. <laughs> so I like to get up, you know, get my day started right with some music, some food. Some, some locally grown organic products. You know, it'd be something dope, like, you know, going out, getting some type of exercise in. I love to go for walks or like uh, go for hikes in the mountains, things like that. And then obviously being a huge sports fan, my perfect day would entail going to some type of live sporting event when fans are allowed to do so, creating some experiences, you know, from the tailgate leading up to the event to actually going there, having fun, um, and then doing something after cooking dinner because I like to do that you know the pandemic has truly forced me to to reinvent those cooking skills that I had drinks and and a good good time that's really how I moved though like that's the perfect day I'm a simple guy you know you are really simple nothing too too crazy I like that you mentioned sporting events because that's definitely something I didn't appreciate prior to the pandemic and it's definitely going to be something that I do like you're going to see me out here at some basketball games okay I see you Okay. <laughs> I won't lie. I mean, that was fun. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Like, it, it's a vibe. It's definitely it's a dope experience. Yeah. So, you're going to have to take me to a Raptors game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was the whole reason, personally, I had not the whole reason, but a big part of me living in Toronto was wanted to see live sporting events. And um, I took, I went to as many as I could. I won't even lie. You know, spent almost all my money that I had to spend on going to sporting events because I want to take it all in. And How so, much are those basketball games? It depends where you want to sit, to be honest. I mean, if you want to be in the lower level, you're going to look at about 200 a ticket, give or take. And mm-hmm. then if you want to be like just in the building, you can get tickets for as cheap as like $50 probably. Okay. 200 yeah, is like, not bad. 200 and you have decent seats, right? Like 200 is for a good view. You're not like way up. You're in the lower level. You're you feel the vibe, like the energy's light, uh, lit in there, but we don't know what that's going to look like, you know, for a minute. That's a fact. You know? But it was fun. You'll like it. I think I will, because the energy's different when you're in the building, mm-hmm. as opposed to watching it on TV. I feel like on TV, it's like, okay, it's a little boring to me, unless you're, like, at a party, and it's playing, and people are really into it kind of thing, and it's set up real nice, but I definitely feel like being in the building would be a really great experience. That's a really good, perfect um, day. Okay, so I pulled some questions from the rest of the sections. What's a red flag you wish you hadn't ignored? This is a second base question. Yeah, I'm going to answer this one too. Do you want me to go first while you think? Yeah, you go ahead. Mine is I had met a guy and we were talking. And while we made things official, like literally a week later, I found out he thinks he had a baby on the way. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I was like, nah, like, I'm here for you. You know, I should just, you know, not wasted my time and just said deuces. <laughs> well, I mean, so that's, that's not uncommon. And I don't think, you know, there's some uh, heroics in your efforts there, right? Like wanting to obviously not just completely cut off a person because of something that's happened prior to you guys getting together. But that is definitely a big pill to swallow. So I don't blame Never you. Never do it again. A red flag for me that I ignored. I mean, I don't ignore too many red flags, but I'm pretty bad at ignoring like yellow ones, right? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like two yellows leads to a red 
And, you know, I'm pretty bad at ignoring like the first yellow. And then, you know, by the time the second one comes up, it's red and it's a problem, right? So that's kind of how I look at it. A common mistake I had made in the past, allowing people to be around me that, you know, I knew were potentially not pure in their intentions, right? All the time. So like, you know, wanting to see the best in a person, but knowing that maybe they don't always have the best intentions for you in mind, right? That's a really good one. Yeah. So, you know, I've definitely um, made that mistake in the past. And, 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 and I think the worst part is realizing it and still moving forward, right? Like knowing that that potential is there, but still moving forward and allowing that person that time and energy around you. And and eventually when it blows up, because obviously you knew at some point that it it was going to, um, you have no one to to obviously blame but yourself because, you know, one of those I told you so moments that you get. Third base. Mm. What would your ex say about you? I mean, if we go with uh, the most recent ex, then she would probably say that it wasn't all bad, but it definitely didn't end how either one of us probably uh, foreseen it. So, you know, I don't think it'd be I don't think it'd be too bad of things to say, but who really knows? Like, that's I'm, true. I have no idea. Like, if you were to ask them, they'd probably be, you know, extremely candid. If I was to ask them. (laughs) Nigga, you wasn't a shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, it'd definitely be on some, you know, some type of Jada Pinkett set it off vibes. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not set it off. You want me to answer that? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. If if this is just, you know, if if this is just 21 questions and I'm I'm 50 Cent, you're Nate Dog, then, you know, I'll I'll keep answering. But I would love to hear what your ex would say about you. I think he would just say that, you know, I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. And anyone would be lucky to have me. <laughs> I mean, you, you do give off relative good girl vibes, you know, I would think. Like, to people who maybe don't know you personally, you know, like, I don't think you give off anything that screams um, anything uh, negative. I think it would be so nice to be on a cool accord with someone that you were close with at one point in time who knows you like the back of their hand, who you could have really candid conversations with. Like, wouldn't that, that's how I think about it. I'm like, cause think about it. Are you saying like, you don't have that? No, I'm saying that would be nice to have. Mm-hmm. I do. I think I have that definitely. Like there's a few, I feel like I can speak candidly with all my exes probably except for one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I think that would be a really nice friendship to have because especially if you're having relationship drama, I feel like that would be a perfect person to go to because that person could be like, now, you know, you're stubborn sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, you know, you'd be doing the most sometimes. So ease up on the man. You know, I think that would be a really nice situation. Well, when, <laughs> the, when those conversations happen from a place where like, you know, the actor, whoever the person is actually has your best intentions and, and doesn't have an ulterior motive, I think that's invaluable, right? To mm-hmm. where, where a woman can have a man uh, who she's dealt with on an emotional level who understands her and can speak to her without having to, you know, be trying to get, get, get there closer or whatever. Right. And same thing with a man who can have a woman he dealt with and be like, yo, like, here's what's going on. Like, am I out of pocket? And, you know, the woman can be like, well, you know, like you do get like this sometimes, or you know what I mean? These things do happen. So try to take a step back and see it from her point of view, like to be able to have that obviously in life would be, amazing but uh it's rare that you have 
exes that are able to be still they'll be cool after i'm gonna ask you a really crazy question mm-hmm. and i know you're gonna turn red this okay. is a home run question what are your sexual kinks what does that mean sexual kinks like what are you asking like what kind of what am i into what's something that you like in the bedroom i like talking like i like when i like when you know the person's talking back to me like i like to hear i need i need some type of audio from you know i like feedback a lot of it. <laughs> a uh, lot yeah. of it. I like a okay. lot of feedback. Hmm. You know, the, the, the thing I hate the most is silence. It feels yeah. like you're not doing a good job, especially when you know you're doing a good job. That's definitely happened to me, and it was very weird. I was just like... Yeah, I need feedback. I need you to tell me what's popping. Right? I need all of it. So um, You like yeah. for them to talk that talk. Okay. 100%. Oh, that's, good. that's good to know. <laughs> Thank you so much for that and being transparent. I know you're going to get into my ass about that question afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I expected I expected a curveball from you, but it's all good. Just a little bit. We're going to play this game in person, though. So whenever you decide to pull up, <laughs> Got you. Just, know, just know we're going through these cards. That is the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It's so nice to have a fresh male perspective, an honest perspective, um, a smart perspective. You know, obviously there's things we didn't agree about, but, you know, you had your good points that I respect. So I want to say thank you so much for joining and, you know, tell the people where they can check you out. Yeah, I mean, thank you for having me. Obviously, it was definitely, it was fun, um, as, as I think we knew it would be, because you and I do have pretty, pretty candid and honest conversations when we have them. So. Uh, it was dope. Thanks so much. I don't have too much crazy going on in terms of just now, but I know by the next time we have this conversation or something similar that I'll definitely have a lot more to share, but people can go, like I said, to my IG if they want to follow me on there. And uh, I'll be looking forward to this dropping and uh, hopefully it sparks some, some interesting conversations as well. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the Cherry Lounge podcast where you'll find a new episode every Monday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, 5 a.m. Pacific, and 8 a.m. Eastern. Also, don't forget to leave a review and hit me with them five stars. It helps me out so much, you guys, and I really appreciate it. For more real-time content, head over to my Instagram at Tanisha.Cherry. Make sure you follow that account as well as the Cherry Lounge podcast account. And that's it. Until next week, I'm out. Bye.